fine. Let's continue. The need of of Yerushalayim. The the mechaber was just explaining on top of the page. Let's just let's just chazer for a second from the top of Kufayin Dal. Let's just chazer. But even clearly, Roya Monogam Begashim Yisheish Nan Zman and Shakira Vyeshen Zman Shavicha. In life, all of life is the times the times where we're closer and of Kiruv of Lichtekeit and things are clear and and more easily felt. And there are times of Vichuk of of distance. Vichuk Zebom Yachet Akadem Shalchavo. All distance. Hey Eddie. Hi. All Rechok, all distance began that that is the Halmetsiyas of Rechok of feeling distant and of being distant. All of that began of course with the Chait, with the Chait, with the sin of Chava. And as a result of all of that, Yeshtam Shwaim Shal Taharu Shwaim Shal So in the in, in the most in that most complicated relationship in life, uh, the relationship of marriage, we feel we feel all the time built into the mitzvahs of marriage are the two weeks of tahara of pureness and the two weeks of tuma of impurity. The two weeks of the two weeks when the husband and wife are permitted are two weeks of kiruv of closeness. Dveikas and Ahava, the Mahal Shal Shvayim Shal Tuma, and then the other two weeks, of course, two weeks of of distance, the two weeks of uh, 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 when they're forbidden to each other. And the Tikkun Shalam Minayu Bei Richuk, as we've been learning, the Tikkun, the Tikkun, what the Baruchel wanted is that there should be two weeks, uh, those two weeks of Tuma, that there should be two weeks of of Richuk. Kaishi and Tsar of distance, of difficulties, and of some degree of of Tsar, of, of anguish, of pain. This isn't a mistake. This is the way of creation. This is how Shemitbuch created the world. That the moon goes through those phases and then it, and then it becomes again light. And this is the ebb and flow of all of reality. And it's not a bedevid, it's a lechadchil. That's how the Bereshul wanted it to be, for the reasons that we, we know of and we spoke about. And that's not a bedevid, it's a lechadchil. That is Shemit. Keshem Shodem Eivin Shahave, Hine Nekudi Koros Eburu Ba'avadis Hashem. The same way that a person understands that Ahava, that love and closeness and, and clarity, all of that, Ahava Hashem, and Yerushalayim is a higher level of Yerushalayim Hashem, that all of that is is a way in serving God and that's the mahalach of, of what Hashem wants kach alav lahav and gam shetikun haguf yeshloi baifin kloli kama ifanam so too the guf now our bodies are responsible are, 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 are responsible for all richok all distance and all difficulties and all darkness and all has to concealment all has to upon it comes from the guf it comes from our physical lives then the shama is fine everything all the richok all the darkness and distance comes from our bodies Shachadosh Baruch Hu created us in such a way, and it is a, and there's a tikkun, and the tikkun for the goof is davke through through these ayfanim, these ways of tikkun. And the kudah rishayin is tikkun haguf. So he explains the first nekuda of tikkun haguf. Remember the neshama. What's the tikkun of the neshama? The neshama likes davening. The neshama likes learning. The neshama likes yantiv. The neshama has very particular tastes and very, very uh, beautiful things that the neshama enjoys and that uplifts the neshama. A nigin, a There are many, many things that the neshama, the neshama is is uh, affected by. What about the guf? Now we associate the guf. We, when we think of the guf, we think of things. We think of things that what what pleases the guf. Please, the goof is a, a good meal. Please, uh, the, uh, the other kinds of desires that are pleasing for the body. So, what's the tikkun haguf? So, how 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 are we masakin the goof? The neshama, the neshama ha- has its quota of all kinds of good things, tyrant feeling. But the goof, how do you get the goof to want the right things, not to get lost 
in in the wrong things because the goof naturally is drawn to things obviously that are physical so how do we keep the body in line that the body should receive its taken what is the what's the body's taken so first he says on the now the best thing for the goof this is the best thing it doesn't work a lot with, with people like us in our times. But the best thing for the goof is when it speaks to the neshama, when it hears from the neshama, when there's an open communication within the goof and the neshama. That's kavali. The same way, the same way we understand that the parents hopefully know more and the kids know less. So the parent is like the neshama and the kid is like the goof, and we hope that the kid hears what the parents have to say. It's getting less and less. But when the child hears what the parents have to say, then we, the child hears what his rabbi has to say. The rabbi is like the neshama, and the student is like the goof. And when, the, when there's an open communication, and the child is able to hear the goof, let's say the child that we'll call the goof, and the child is able to hear what the neshama, parents, rabbi have to say, then that's, that's gavali. So when our bodies are attuned to the voice of the neshama, <coughs> so when the body receives a ha'ara, from the neshama, it gets its instructions from the neshama, then that's good. So on the Kudosh HaRishon Shal Tikkun HaGuf, HaOrishal HaNeshama, when the body is getting messages from the neshama, and the neshama is talking, the neshama is always trying to talk, but the, the body is not listening. But when the person is listening to the neshama, and the body receives a HaOrit, an illumination from the neshama, that's the, that's the surest Tikkun for the Guf. So the Guf says, uh, the Guf says, uh, just fresh on this food and if you fresh on the food it just makes you more physical and further from God then the Shem says whoa, 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 whoa. before you eat you could eat gesundheit but first make a broth like a mensch slowly and eat it remember who gave you the food so that's good then the guf gets a horror from the neshama and the guf has a tikkun because it's because it's listening to what the neshama has to say the guf is saying eat and the neshama says as as Hashem l'kechatir right as Hashem l'kechatir you could eat, but to remember that there's a Rabbani Shalom. There's a Rabbani Shalom. Stop for a second. Eat like a Yerei Shemaim. Eat carefully, slowly, don't crazy. You know. Eat the right things. You know, say that. That's when there's Ha'orah from the Neshama. Ha'orah from the Neshama, Pirush Ha'av is Hashem. That's good. That's clear. Ha'av is Hashem. So you make the bracha, Ha'av is Hashem. And you remember the Rabbani Shalom when you're eating, Ha'av is Hashem. That's the ideal state. What David Malach describes as Libi Ubisari, my heart and my flesh. When you have a partnership between the Nisham and the Guv, Libi Ubisari, my heart and my flesh. Yirano are singing Lakelchai to the living God. Lakelchai. That's that's when things are going well. Libi Ubisari. Yirano my, my, my neshama of course wants the right things my body on its own doesn't but my body hears what the neshama has to say my heart is when the neshama is revealed and the neshama is singing strongly a song to Hashem now the point is, how do I get the song of my neshama? My lave should be strong, and my, I'm learning, and I'm davening, and I'm getting a good quota of the right things for my neshama, and my neshama is singing, but how do I get that, how do I get that to be heard by the guf? Libi ubesori, ubesori, how do I get to that? That they should sing with kalchai. Kol Every hashpah of rochni, shaltayr or mitzvah, anything that we do in that world of rochnius, ma'at or it at least produces and generates some light, depending upon the nature of the mitzvah, whether the mitzvah was done with a lot of of, of concentration or less. But every every hashpah of rochnius, tayr, mitzvah, whatever person does a chesed. It gives birth by nature of the fact that you that there's a hashpar, that you're doing you're engaged in something that's ruchni it gives a bit of it gives an injection of something to the guf and it softens the guf it refines the guf 
Even if a person is doing it in a way that he's not thinking, he puts on his film, shakes a little, listens to a shayf, it's not really in it. But by virtue of the fact that this is Ashbaruchni that comes from a different place and is the language of the Nisham, it, it, it makes a Raisham. It makes a Raisham and it does something to soften the body. Zuit Surah That's one way. That's That's a little bit of light has the power to push away a lot, of, a lot of darkness. So we have to do the right things and we have to feed ourselves with Torah and Tefillah and Mitzvahs and Chassadim and so on. And all of that is illuminates into the goof and 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 it refines the goof. It, it it makes a goof. It makes a body. Be, you know, it refines the goof. It makes the goof better. Even if you see, sometimes you know you see that they're yidden, that, that they're shem misses, but they're very very much they're very magush shemim. You know what I mean? They're very. In the first online at the, the for the smorgasbord and the eh, late sunnis and Irish kite, but but if you haven't met a guy that's magusha. The, you see, you think this is the worst thing in the world because you because you have a guy like that screams out and by most of kiddish kiddish. It's, it's, it's an ugly thing. It's a silly and ugly thing. But but that's still a far cry from a guy that's a magushim. You understand? A yid that calls out kiddish. He couldn't hold out till till the end of Musaf. He's a magushim. He couldn't wait till the end. He couldn't wait till he till you know till they brought out the rebbe and sent out the kogel or something. And he's he's already screaming kiddish or whatever. And the, you know. He couldn't wait. He's a magusha. He's a it's, it's a sad thing. He's a magusha, but it's still much better than any guy. Ain't a diamond. Ain't a diamond. Just we're always uh, we're among Eden, so we, our our standards are very high. But it's ain't a diamond. Right? Maybe I'm only talking for myself because I'm not a Mongolian man. Maybe you see, I don't know. I'm never brought Hashem ever, ever. <laughs> except, except for Andy. <laughs> and Andy uh, listens to Torah tapes. You know, so so I'm, not, I'm not really among ever Mongolian, but. Even a yid that's magushim, it's not. It's not the same thing. A yid that's magushim, even even the biggest, the biggest, uh, the loudest uh, guy in the shtibel, or the biggest fresh in the shtibel, or the biggest drinker in the shtibel, would be. A, he'd be embarrassed if he went to the Irish bar. You understand? <laughs> be a bush of him to be on a weekend with uh, with guy. He'd, he'd feel totally like outclassed by any of those guys. <laughs> because so, so, a yid, a yid that did his whole life turn because even this guy that screams out Kiddush he's in Shia <coughs> and he put on Tillin Arab Shabbos and he made Kiddush Friday night you understand and he sang a little bit of Zmiris maybe and he even looked a little bit of maybe a Rashi a little, one little Rashi before you know they had to carry him upstairs he <laughs> he's not he's not a Chas he has there's something there's Hashpah of Tarimitzis and any Hashpah of Ruchniyaz does something to make the body more refined but obviously for that guy for the very Magushim Dika guy for the Kiddush screamer that's not going to that's not all that's going to do it Avala Mahalach Hashemi there's a second Mahalach Hu Tikkun Shalachayshach Minei the second mahalach is a tikkun that's not coming from the delicate voice of the neshama. The, the neshama is very sweet. The neshama talks in a very gentle and soft way. And the neshama gives very, very nice little messages. And when you're very magushim, so even though you hear a little, a little bit, but you, you, you can push it away. There's a second tikkun. And that's a tikkun, shalachoshech minei It's a tikkun of the darkness in the, that's, that's using the methodology of the world of darkness. What's that? Tikkun al pachet v'yira. Tikkun al pachet v'yira. It's a tikkun that takes place through being frightened. Fear. Fear and suffering. Now, fear and suffering are, are, are coming from are coming from a world that's not the world of the Nishama. By the Nishama, it's always v'chedvavimkaim. The Nishama stands in the Barisham's presence. Everything is good. There's no yisurim. There's no suffering. It's always There's no. It's, everything is good. Pachad and yira, fear, terror, fear, and yisurim and suffering. That comes from the that comes from the Ha'geshem, from the physical world. That's that's part of the physical world, and that's and that's. Uh, and that's the language of the guf. Mahal Adam Yesh Pchadam. Mahal Adam Yesh Pchadam. Everybody has Pchadam. Everybody has fears. 
Everybody has fears, and, and and that's why even even if you go over to the, even if you go over to that to the to the to the drunk taki, even in the even in the Irish bar, uh, if you go over to that drunk and he's in the middle of his uh, 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 he's in the middle of his you know his whole uh, avoid over there, and you go over to him and you say you know the you know, it, it, uh, thirty uh, and a half hour from now you know there are there are there are terrorists that are on their way to your to your wife's building to your kids' building your, you know your apartment you have to you know. So he'll get up out of his, he'll sober up and he'll get, and you know, if, if he could remember that he has a wife and children, he'll, he'll, he'll run over there and he'll do something to help. Because a pachet, he's, a, he's afraid. He's afraid. Shlomo says, fortunate is the person who is always afraid. Now he doesn't mean who lives with all kinds of crazy, you know, fears and, and, and phobias. What does it mean? Climber. There has to be a part of a person that's always afraid. There has to be a part of you that's always afraid. It doesn't mean that you live all the time with, the, with, the, with the, an overwhelming fear, but there has to be something inside of you that's afraid. If a person is Zaycha, everybody has fears. If a person is Zaychan and he's on that Madrega, then what he's afraid of is that perhaps he's not he's not doing what's right by Hashem. He's not living the way he should. He's not being the Jew that he should be. Maybe he didn't have the right Kavana in what he did or in the right Kavana what he was saying in, in davening. If a person is not Zaychan, he's still afraid. But a Pachan then he has all kinds of fears that are that are generated more and more by his averus that he does. What's he What's he afraid of? He has all kinds of fears, but on the most basic level, he since he's doing averus, he's most frightened by the consequences of the averus. Of where are these averus leading me? What am I going to have to? Pay for these avayers, and the punishments. May Einshay, Kamaishan Emar, Pachadu B'Tzion Chatoi. That the fear of retribution, of paid, of being paid, of being punished. That fear is something that the person who's not zayicha. That's as on a higher level, the person's pachad is. I'm afraid not to please God. And he does the right thing. Then there's a lower level of a person. In whose life the body is very strong, and he's being led into all kinds of avayers. But even that person, even that person, Ashrei Adam Mafachet Tomit, he also has a fear. Now he's not afraid of not giving Nachas Ruach with his davening. He's not afraid of not benching Lulav in the most perfect way. But he's afraid of getting punished. He's afraid of getting punished. He's afraid of getting hurt. He's afraid of his children suffering. He's afraid of losing his parnasa. He's afraid. Aleinu This mahalach of fear is is a is a is a is a true mahalach. It's a it's not only is it true. It's it's a way that Hashem's Baruch wants us to to, to live by. Look, there's nobody that's perfect. There's no person who, has, who doesn't do a virus. Each person, if he's honest with himself, knows where he's holding We know that we're not holding on a level where we can always feel the higher level of fear of disappointing Hashem. Or the higher level of fear of being afraid because it says in the post like this, it says like that, and you have your Shemaim. We know that we're not like that. We can't live like that. A person should always be afraid. What are you afraid of? Someone else says, should always be afraid. So, on the highest madriga, always being afraid means I'm always afraid to do anything that's displeasing to Hashem. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of. Like, it could be, you know, when the, when the Chasnakala are going out, and everything is, and there's a madriga of a between them, uh, you know, whatever, they, they fell in love. 
So then what they're most afraid of, they're not afraid of, uh, of hurting each other. They're, they're afraid of saying something that's going to be not, not pleasing to the other one. Saying something that's not pleasing to the other one. I, had, I spent yesterday, I spent yesterday, uh, 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 almost an hour in a situation on the phone, where there was uh, the, the boy said to the girl, you know, she lives in Muncie, and he lives uh, by us. And the boy said to the girl, you know what, I already came to pick you up a couple times. Why don't you come to, why don't you drive over here? <laughs> so this was an, this was almost an hour's work to try to fix that situation of, of how, how could he say something like that? Like, you know, why don't you, it's your turn. It's your turn. Can you imagine if that would be the worst thing somebody ever said in their marriage? <laughs> could you pick me up? <laughs> It's, it's a little bit different if the Shevet Brachas. <laughs> so before Shevet Brachas, Ashrei Eldem Afachet What are they afraid of? I, now he's, spent, he's spending the whole day today saying, I didn't mean it. I never would have said that. I just felt, I just, you know, I have a bad knee. And, uh, I, 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 and you know, I'm at work all day, so I thought maybe if you're, if you're not in school right now, maybe you could take one of the rides for months, you know. It's, so I, so now he's spending the whole day trying to uh, trying to be in the sack in this evening. But it's a very idle attack, and you understand. And she's going to say, sure, I understand. Fine. Then the Mitchell are going to get married. I hope it'll work out. Get married. It's not going to be any more that maybe, maybe I said something that was displeasing to the Kala. That she would be feel a little bit, maybe a little bit put off by. It's going to be plain and pushed insult <laughs> <laughs> and different different madragas different madragas who are not saying a nice you know there'll be different madragas I don't have to explain everybody knows that this is a natural life so Ashrei Odom Efah Hitomi Zubayin Shalom saying like this I want you to always be afraid the best type of fear is not of pain suffering and retribution that's not the best and I'm not saying and the Baruch saying I'm not Offering that to you as a way of life. I'm offering you another way of life. Chasen Kala. With me, the Bereshim says. What does that mean? It means let's, let's be Chasen Kala for, until 120. That you'll, be a, you'll always be mindful of me. And you don't want to say anything that's displeasing. You don't want to do anything that's going to make me think that you're not 100%. Right? So the says, that's the kind of fear that I would like every Jew to have. Chasen Kala. To be afraid of... Something that could be interpreted as displeasing. <clears throat> you know, he, he said, and the guy kept on saying to him, I can't believe that she thought, like thinks that I'm not nice. I can't believe she thinks that. So I said to him, maybe you're not so nice. <laughs> and that's not such a nice thing to say. So he said, ah, you know, I was trying, uh, for, for all the dates I was nice, I said, okay, your, your niceness ran out. <laughs> you, had, you were nice until a certain point, and now you're like you're tired of being nice. So she was taken aback by that. And the way you said it, a little bit like too abruptly. She was taken aback by it. So the guy is like swearing up and down because he really likes her and she's very pretty. That he'll never, he'll never be that nice again. But you and I know that that only means like till the chuppah. You know that only till the chuppah. He'll, he'll be not nice after the chuppah. He's a nice guy. He's a great guy. So not to anything It's not a. But but there's a chilik. So the, so look at chila. The wife, or the, the, so the girl could say to him now, Ooh, I always want you to be afraid, the way you're afraid now. That you said something that was a little bit not nice, you spoke to your Rebbe, everything is back, that's, that's nice, that's good. That's plan A. Then there's plan B. Plan B is a life where there are sins. There are chatoy. Chatoy. Means that when there are chatoim, they're not so nice to each other. Each one is already saying things that are not. Maybe you could interpret it as being. It's plain posh. It's not nice. It's not. You could learn like this or say like that. It's not nice. It's not nice. There was a lady that told me years ago she was insulted that the husband was sitting. Listen to this. The husband is uh, waving to her out the window, and she's carrying like 50 packages from the grocery, and he waves to her. So she comes in with the packages. So my sister, I remember this a long time ago. She said, and she says, maybe you could have helped me uh, instead of just waving. Maybe you could help me with the packages. So he said to her, "You're just as healthy as I am." That's what he said to her. You're just as healthy as I. Am. Now, that's an unbelievable thing to say, right? He's a, you'd never said that to her when she, they were dating. He ran to. He would run to get a package. Understand? 
The Rishlam says, I want you to always be afraid. Lechatchila means to be afraid, not to upset, not to hurt. Edel type of a fear. Not to disappoint me, to give me nachasruach. But plan B is when there are chatoim and aveiris, and when there's already an ugliness that creeps into the situation. So then already, the goof is beginning to take over. Because the body's starting to talk very loud. So right now, his body said, sit in a chair while your wife carries the bags. So the, 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 the goof is taking over. So then what? Then it's the same pasuk. But now, it's a different type of fear. Now, you're not so attuned to my feelings, Hashem says. You're not so sensitive to hurting my feelings, Hashem says. So now I want to tell you something else. You better put your act together. You better put your act together. Because if not, I'm going to give it to you. There are consequences to what you do. Just like the wife could say, you know, I, I, I understand a person makes a mistake. And, okay, he said he made a mistake. But this has been happening a lot lately. And uh, I'm not going to tolerate this much longer. Now we're talking already a different language. We're not talking the language of the Nisham. We're not talking Chazan Kahal. Now we're talking we're talking you better wake up and listen to what I'm telling you so then the, you could say but Barisham whatever happened to all this stuff about you say right and being respectful of your wishes what are you, getting, what are you coming so strong what are you talking about Gehenna what are, what are you getting all because uh, Baruch says you're not afraid of that. You're not afraid of of hurting my feelings. You're not afraid of my sensitivities. So what? Are, you're not afraid of that. So what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? <clears throat> what are you afraid of? So that's Asher the Mafachet We have to talk to the goof. We have to talk on the level of the goof understands. It's Rachmanis, but that's 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 life. That's how life is. And without it, there's no end to the Nairskai. That guy that screams out, Kiddish, Kiddish, Kiddish. At some point, he's got to stop acting like an idiot. He's got to stop, he has to grow up at some point. What's going to make this guy grow up? I mean, I see people that are 50 years old still doing that. You'll never find a person, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that. I doubt you'll find a person. Please, I, I hate saying such a strong nusr. You'll never find a person whose child died in his arms, screaming out, Kiddish, 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 after that happens. You don't find it. You don't find it. The, the, usually, what I've seen growing up is the ones who survived the war. The survivors, when they hear when they hear the young people talk that way, they look at them like they're from, from another planet. I mean, I never heard my father scream out "Kiddush, Kiddush." I'm just using that as an example of an Irish guy. Obviously, it's, I never heard you know my father and, 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 and never saw my father push to a smorgasbord. You know, he never even went. I don't even remember ever going to a smorgasbord. Just he waits for my mother to bring it then. <laughs> I don't remember ever going to a smorgasbord. But he won't say anything if my mother doesn't bring it then. The same way, in the house growing up, and my, my mother, sometimes when she was less, my, she had, my father didn't eat unless somebody brought him the food. But he never said anything afterwards. My mother would come rushing home, and it was already, let's say sometimes it happened, it was two hours later or something. My father just did whatever he did, and my mother would come. She, he never said, how come you wouldn't bring it? But he also never would open the refrigerator and take out any food. That wasn't part of the way. But my father, if you didn't give it to him, he wouldn't eat. But he would never say, where were you, how come? And he just didn't, what I mean. I don't remember anything ever happened. There was, not, there was nothing like that. And it was just, that's what it is. <coughs> but where the goof is loud, people haven't, thank God, our generation, for the most part, people have their service, unfortunately. But for the most part, it's been pretty easy for us. So what are you afraid of? You're afraid that you're not going to get enough kishka. Okay? So you're nervous about it. That makes you nervous. So you're screaming out. Kishka, help, kishka. Right? You're afraid you're not going to get a nap that Shabbos. So you can act like a Michigan if you're not getting a nap that Shabbos. You can act like a Russian. You didn't get your nap that Shabbos. It's coming to you that nap. You have to have a nap. It tells you how hard I work all week. And so on and so forth. All these things. So you're nap. So you don't scream at kiddush. You scream at nap, right? But it's the same you say. The same you say is that what shakes such a person out of their silliness? So when it comes to a marriage, in the beginning it was I want my I want my wife to, 
to, to love me and I wanted to respect me and I wanted to be pleased with me. Once there's thought to be a virus between the two of them, then, then there has to be a path of a different love. Just being afraid. Afraid of the consequences. Maybe this could be a divorce. Maybe my wife is going to be sick and tired of me and she's not going to have to be. Whatever it is. Maybe my kid's not going to respect me. But you have to be afraid. And there's some people that don't hear that either. They don't hear that either. And then God forbid there are other things. Like Rabbi Nachman said, excuse me, Rabbi Nachman said, at first the Baruch Shalom whispers to you something. And if you don't listen, then he starts to say it louder. Then he starts to scream, and then he kicks you in the stomach. So just to just kick you in the stomach. And there are people that still don't get it. Uh, I was speaking someplace this summer, and there was a of a lady that came over, and she said that she terrible mice. Child died in terrible, not just neighbors, a terrible death. All mice have. And she told me this. She told me that the, that the rub spoke, and they had they brought now the rub speak. They brought in somebody. That's how they spoke to them. And the men, men and women are crying. And they had us. They had and the sadik that came made a big big Indian by not talking and davening. This is a shul that's famous for a lot of talking. <coughs> and they made the rebbe the sadik made a big Indian with that to make it. And the people crying. They made all kinds of kabbals. This lady told me this two years later. She said the talking is louder than ever, and one of the biggest talk is, is the one whose child was killed. Can a person not be afraid? Can a person lose touch with the reality? Is a person deaf and blind? There are different things to be, different levels of fear. He says, "Aling ladas on top of can hit shamalach so pachet so asher nefam mahalach amiti." It's a true mahalach. The kevin she ain't sad about this since everyone does a beis. Call them yudeis, but they're also the shemim meila. Call them amiti, tell them maybe she actually has mafachet tam rakim devita. We're not on the level to always be afraid of what of afraid of hurting Hashem's feelings, kiviyachem, or afraid that we didn't keep that we didn't keep that Rambam, we didn't keep that shulchan, we didn't keep that mishabur. That's a big madrega to live like that. There are people that are like that. There are people who live in constant fear. The, the brisker Rav lived every second of his life, like in a, a pachat of every single thing in Shulchanar. A pachat. There are people that are like that. And the fear is mamish of fear. You meet, you meet people like that. If a person, Zorich had been interested to see Rabbi Leibstein, and you know Rabbi Leibstein, Rabbi Leibstein, you see in his face, you see that he lives in a, it's a, he lives in Asher and Fachet Tov in such a way. A pachat of anything that's not, anything that's the tiniest, lightest, it's a pachat. But people, most people can't live like that. Don't. If all of us would be pure and we didn't sin, if it would always be chasna kala with Hashem, then 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 we then, then the tikkun would just be uh, uh, being afraid of, of not being the best we could be in avodas Hashem. That would be afraid that Hashem would not be 100 percent pleased. That's like a chasna kala, not being my best. That would be the, that would be our pachat, and we would be mekayim the mitzvah of the pasuk of Ashrei Adam Mefachet Tov. So that would be it. That would be it. Chasn Kal with Hashem. But since in life it's not Chasn Kal, in life it's in marriage there are sins that people do to hurt each other. There are there are chatoim. Kol Echad Ve'Echad Lefi Madrigosai. Each person according to his madrega. So there also has to be a, a, a much more straightforward, simple, clear pachat, which is plan B. To be afraid of the consequences of our sins. Sins generate fear. Inside of a Jew, it causes an uneasiness. We can't enjoy our virus the way that... that, the way that the way that a, a, a person that's not a Jew, the way that a guy would, uh, would have fun in the world, just doing whatever he wants. We can't, because by a Yid, since a Yid has a chelik of a kamimal, has a neshama, so when we do a virus, the virus bring, bring upon us fear. Like, a virus cause fear. Shalos, what are you afraid of? But uneasiness, anxiety, and, and, and fear is is the 
effect, those are the effects that, that, that Averis have upon a Jew. Because a Yid has them, a Chilik Lakomim. So when we do a, when, when a Jew does an Averis, when a Jew does an Averis, Pachta Betzin Chatoi means that an Averis causes anxiety and fear. Rav Cook speaks a lot about this, and it's a true which we've been doing. We learned a lot about this in that, that you see the, the pachad, the pachad, the anxiety that has infected the world. The more averis, the more anxiety. The more, the more tension. Tension. We're living in a time of tremendous tension. This tremendous tension and anxiety. And a person could say, well, there, there, there was never email before, and there was never this before, and there was never that before, so there's more tension. There are more averis. The, the world has never had the world has never had such opportunities to avarice like now such avarice such avarice the world is such a is such a pollution in the world and the avarice the avarice bring a pachet bring anxiety bring a, a Jew is a delicate is a delicate edelah being and avarice avarice chatoim go against the system of what uh, go against the essence of what a Jew is and a person even though you might not know this intellectually but every Avery that we do every Avery that we do frightens us because we become more afraid deep inside of what the consequences are of the Avery and they say ah. but inside we're afraid of the consequences Chukai doesn't I don't know but we're afraid of what that means in our relationship with Hashem and we're afraid of that and this itself is the tikkun. Is the tikkun being afraid and using and, and understanding that fear and thinking about it and concentrating about it, not just an uneasiness, but I am going to have to pay for my affairs. This suffering, this punishment in this world and the next world, there are consequences. That that itself is the tikkun. Is the tikkun for the affairs. It itself is the tikkun. So. The Rebbein is taking from the world of darkness, from the physical world itself, which is a world where there's fear, and there's, there's suffering, and there's misery, and Hashem has taken from that world of darkness, and given us a means of what? Of overcoming our darkness, of overcoming the Averis. How? Through fear. Being afraid of the consequences of our Averis. And that fear itself comes from our avayers. But you have to think about it, obviously. You have to be misbinding. Or else you just, you know, you know how it is. Sometimes you'll do something and you'll you be afraid. Oh, it's very, very bad. But then after a little bit, after a little bit, you don't think about it. Here there has to be even with this us. What am I doing? What could I be bringing upon myself? And if I'm not bringing it upon myself, I'm bringing it upon my children. And if I'm not bringing it upon my children, I'm bringing it upon my grandchildren, which I might never, I, I might not ever know what I cause with my avayers. But one thing is clear. There's no there's no such thing that an Aveira is stopped, unless you do true. But there's no such thing that an Aveira just disappears. It doesn't just disappear. An Aveira doesn't disappear. It has to be fixed. It has to be fixed. And there's a price that every that, that is paid for every single Aveira. There's no free Aveiras. Everything has a price. The person has to pay. And unless a person thinks about that, and becomes frightened by that, he's not going to fix the Averis. He's not going to stop doing the Averis. He's not going to stop. Is there a difference between fear and worry? That Sometimes we see that in a certain sukkah and a certain chazals that, that, that it's more, described more like worrying. Fear is more of... Worry is a level of fear. But fear is obviously more intense. Worrying, worrying, much will, will have generally much less of an, of an effect upon a person. It'll just make him like crazy, but it won't prevent him from doing something. To be worried about it means you're worried about doing it, then you're worried about it after doing it. But to be afraid will stop you from doing it. To be worried, there are people that worry a lot, you know. People that worry a lot. So they worry before, and then afterwards they worry kavalt or they're worried. But that doesn't really change your life. It just makes you into a, into a miserable person. Makes you, wor- wor- worrying a lot makes you into a very, very small person. 
But it doesn't change your life, being worried. Being afraid. Being afraid works. Being afraid prevents you from doing something that's wrong. Being worried says, I'm worried about doing this. And then somebody, some friend or something else says, do it, do it. He says, all right. And then afterwards you say, oh yeah, I'm worried about what I did. That's how it is in life. But being afraid is something else. Being afraid is something else. You know, I might be worried about, I might be worried about taking a, a, a long drive uh, at night when I, when I was up all day, you know, and I'm a little bit drowsy. I might be, I might be worried about how am I going to manage but those three seconds when my when my eyes actually closed and I found myself in the next lane, you know, that's that's scary. There's a big difference between being afraid, being scared, being afraid, and being worried. Worried is not going to stop the guy from going back on a, uh, on the road. Being afraid is different. Being afraid is different. So it's more intense, and it, and it could and it could change a person's life. Being afraid changes a per- can change a person's life. Not always, like we see, but being worried, people who are big worriers, they have a they have a temper like that. They go their whole lives worrying and get they're very annoying people mostly. They're worrying about this, worrying about that, and they usually they don't always tell a lot of people. But they usually crash to their wives and husbands, and whatever, worried this, worried that. But they don't usually change so much. But somebody is afraid of something. I've seen people who are afraid, and they, they change a lot. Whether it's going to stay after the fear wears off, of course, that's a big question. Always to be afraid. Always to be afraid. Worried? It's not such a Jewish thing. Worrying is not. You see in the Svamak that they don't make a... They don't look at worrying as being a positive thing. Pachat is a positive thing. Worrying? You know, because that's what I'm saying. Because worrying doesn't do much. It's just... Worrying is stama. Nudniks worry a lot. So worrying it doesn't do any pachat. Pachat is good. Pachat works. Worrying is just an excuse not to do something. Usually lazy people also go so lazy people worry a lot too. They worry about not doing something, they don't do it. We're lazy people worry a lot. What's the last thing that is going to worry? Daiga. Daigi To be worried. People who worry a lot don't usually change much. They're very lazy. But Teva is mostly to be lazy. Because that's the, the, the worried about them. It, 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 it immobilizes them. But not to be afraid. Is to, to be afraid is to... That, that could change a person very dramatically. Not worrying. Look, how many people are... You, you know, you get to be a certain age. And you, 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 know, you hear a thousand things about how you, know, you really have to start watching your weight. You really have to start exercising. So the person starts to get worried. He's worried while so while he's uh, you know while he's having a pint of ice cream. It worries him, Doc. But if you, but a guy that has a heart attack has a shalom, and, and they were able to uh, to save him, and the doctor says to him, "Listen, you, 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 this was a warning. You continue eating this way, you're not going to get exercise. I'm not going to be able to help you next time. You, you, you're not going to. It's not going to work. You understand? He's afraid. He'll have a different diet." Well, exercise. But the guy that's worried about his weight, I never met a wo- Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I very rarely met a woman who's not worried about her weight. But whether she does change, doesn't change. But if it's going to be a chasna in two months, and she and she wants to get to a dress in two months, then she's afraid. <laughs> she's not worried. Otherwise, she'll just talk about her weight. She's worried about her weight. She's talking. She's hacking, hacking, worried. Yeah. She's not afraid. But if she has to get into the dress, she'll be afraid of being fat. And she'll get and she'll, and she'll lose weight. That changes a person. Not worrying. Yeah. Now, Kishadam, Once we realize that being afraid is not a mood that you happen to slip into, but being afraid is a way, it's, a, it's, a, it's an avoider. The Vaishnav wants us to be afraid. He wants us to always be afraid. Again, the Chathila, a higher level of fear, Chasen Kalatai. Lower level, to be pushed afraid of, the, of, of, of getting, of getting uh, in trouble, of getting beaten, of, getting, of suffering, of misery. 
Once a person understands that Pachet and Yira is a Mahalach of Lechachila, and that right now in his life, in his present matzav, he has to think about it. He has to be afraid of punishment. He has to be afraid of Averis. What the Averis what, what, what what mean. Such a person, when you live with this way of understanding, Yira and Pachad, such a person can actually rejoice at the same time while feeling your side of sheep. It makes him happy. It makes him happy. Because it's in a relationship. It's preserving the relationship. It's, it's saving my relationship. The same way with the Chasna Kala. can actually be happy to, to, to uh, understand. Uh, to understand what is it that's hurting the relationship and what can I do to prevent the deterioration of relationship. He's happy about it. He's grateful. He's, he's grateful that it was brought to his attention, and he's happy. So, this person, Yerushalayim, doesn't mean being, being depressed. The thought that we always grow up with is that Yerushalayim makes you depressed, and, 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 and makes you nervous, makes your life depressing life. No. But a person knows that this is a way of Ashri Adam Mefachi Tamid. And it's because the, it's because of the relationship with the Kaddish Baruch, and it's a look at chil in my life. So then, it's not depressing. Fakir, it's a source of simcha. It's a, it's, a, it's a simcha that a person has. So in the Kudah Mukha, but this is a deep point. Nemav Apostik Donal said, "The Gilu Bira'ada. Rejoice with trembling, right? The Gilu Bira'ada. to rejoice. Gilu is rina, is simcha is joy. Bira'ada, but rejoice with trembling, with fear. Rejoice with fear. So the Chazal say that where there is joy, there must be fear. There must be trembling. The Pashtas Mavinim Shakavana Kamliyiras Hiroim Muslavas Hashem. So I think, Pashtas, I think, well, that means that a person who loves God, and everything is great, there should also be the trembling, meaning on, uh, that I'm afraid that it shouldn't be great. I'm afraid of going against the Shulchan Aruch. I'm afraid of disappointing Hashem. That kind of fear. So he says, so in level A or plan A, Gila Barada means rejoice, love Ahava with trembling. But remember also to be to be concerned not to disappoint us, not to let him down. Be concerned with every little Mr. Buru and every little every little you know din. And be afraid not to go against it. Say that that's called for that person, that's called Rejoicing with trembling. It's a big tzaddik. They live like that. Big tzaddik. Big people. They live in such a state. Vaday shadvar memist, and that's true for Plan A. That's true. And you tell the you tell the guy that's going out with a girl. You know, you better be careful. Better be mindful. Better be polite. And so on. Or else he could botch it up. You like this girl. You got to be careful. You got to botch it up. So then he says, Oh, oh. So you're telling me I have to rejoice. I have to have a nice time going out, but with trembling. Trembling means don't forget, be a gentleman, don't forget what you're saying, don't forget to open the door. So, okay, I understand, I'm going out, I should rejoice, have a nice time with trembling. That's how the chasm is. That's how the, that's how the guy is going out when there's a hub and everything is nice. Rejoice with trembling. Be mindful and be careful. You don't want to get the girl upset. You want to keep things going nice and smooth, yeah? Then there should be rejoicing with trembling. That's plan A. Aviation the but then there's plan B. Plan B is fear. This fear, Now, now let's go back. The guy that's going on the date, he's in a great mood. He's happy. He's being careful and mindful. But he's 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 hundred percent simple. This is great because. I'm getting close to the chasna, and by my being careful how I talk to her, she loves me more. By my opening the door for her, she respects me more. So I'm, this is great, and I was, I'm so happy that my parents or my rabbi told me to be happy and tremble at the same time because my trembling is it works good. It makes us closer. 
That's plan A. But plan B. Now, if you're if you're afraid and there's no joy together with the fear, that's going to pull you away from Hashem because you don't want to live like that. The wrong kind and the destructive type of fear is when the person's relationship with Hashem brings to a fear like someone who is being chased by a dangerous dog. And that dog is running after him. He's afraid that the dog is going to bite him. There's no happiness in that. There's no joy in that. That's just plain fear. All he's afraid of is the dog. That's all he's afraid of. He's just running away from something that's dangerous. He doesn't want to have anything to do with the dog and he's running away from it. It makes him scared. He heard that in the neighborhood, lately he was told, he heard that there are dangerous dogs around here. Now he sees one of these dogs coming up to him and he's he's afraid. He's not happy about anything. He's just plain frightened. The same way that the halacha says the Bani wants to do all of our mitzvahs for the right reason and the highest reason we should do the mitzvahs. And when you do a mitzvah which is not lishma, then it's missing. The mitzvah is missing. Then a mitzvah without kavana is like a neshama without higher thoughts, without better thoughts is like a body without the neshama. It's the same thing when it comes to what? To yisurim. When it comes to to suffering. If you're just afraid of Gehenim, then you're then you're just afraid of, of the of the consequences. Without any feeling of without any awareness that this is that this fear is is that's good for me and healthy for me and it preserves a relationship with Hashem but if your fear of Gehenim is just a fear of retribution and of pain then it becomes like a, like the fear of the dog that's chasing after you and that that's what most of the years in this that uh, that we might have heard growing up and what's being given over in a lot of the yeshivas is about didn't we say that that's a healthy thing at least as a last resort yeah so but 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 he's saying look what he so he explains look a little bit about it he's like this the Gemara says that if you if you sit and you don't do an Aveira then they give you the Schar as if you did a Mitzvah right? if, you, if you did if you had a Yetzar and you didn't do the Aveira it's like a Mitzvah the Gemara says it, means, it doesn't mean stop it means when you had the opportunity to do the Aveira and you held back and you do the Aveira then it's like a Mitzvah when is it considered like a Mitzvah is it considered like a Mitzvah when, when you felt like doing the Aveira and you were thinking about it, and then you, you made the decision not to do the Aveira, then Hashem gives you the word for the mitzvah. Now, when a person goes to God forbid, goes to suffering, you're right. On the most basic level, it's chaval. But the most basic level is, I'm afraid of this, like I'm afraid of a dog running after me, uh, biting me. That, that's, you're right. But that's not what the Chachil, the Bereshim of Yerusha'inish, is his when a person goes to, what does it mean when the Gemara says that, that there's such a thing as to rejoice with your suffering? Even the biggest tzaddik is not saying, I'm happier that I have this sickness or that I'm having this sorrow than not having it. He'd rather not have this. So that's not what it means to be happy with your suffering that I'm enjoying this. But there's gishmak. It's not gishmak to suffer. But what does it mean? It's not only, by the way, yisurim of the body, like sickness, pain. It means feeling afraid and being afraid of the consequences of my avarice. That itself, that itself causes pain and suffering. The gam shum that shrechas has simcha biyasurim, and even there, a person should feel the joy. Because what's the joy? The joy is that every moment of being afraid is a tikkun for my avarice. 
The fear that I'm feeling is going to fix what's wrong with me. The fear of pain, the fear of retribution, the fear of punishment and suffering, that gufa is what is my ticket to Gan Eden, Tailam and is my ticket to changing and becoming a better Jew and doing tshuva and, and changing my life. And that's the joy that a person can feel. If you're just suffering and you don't feel any joy knowing what that can do for you, then it's chaval. Okay, you're right. It's, maybe it'll stop you. You know, you're. But 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 it, but that's not what the Bereshit wants us to be like. He doesn't want us to be like running from a dog. He did, he's, not, he's not a dog that's trying to bite us. God forbid. Hashem. That's not what he means when he's telling us to be afraid. Oh, so that's what you just said. You're right. Even even suffering without simcha, just the dog biting, that also helps. It also helps because he gets you. Oh, I gotta be, you know, I better be more careful. It could help. But the main purification and the main change and the main inspiration and it'll it's lost because it's not with the simcha of knowing why am I going through this and how this is changing me and how this can affect me. And this all comes to the Ben Shalom's love, and it's all I have. Im aimless simcha miyasurim, adam shalai horgal miyayda luchias besimcha miyasurim. A person, and that's our generation, who has not gotten used to living through difficulties with yasurim. Our generation, yasurim is does not belong in our lives. We're not supposed to have any yasurim. We're not supposed to have any yasurim. I tell the kids, the kids come to the house the second they walk in. They have, they run to the air like someone who was in the desert for two weeks. They run to the air conditioner, and they can't believe I'm sitting there like like I'm crazy. I'm sitting there to put on the air conditioner, and, and I and I well, yesterday wasn't wasn't humid or anything. You know what I mean? Yesterday was. I, I, I something. Kids running, daddy. Where Shabbos was supposed to be eighty degrees. What was going on Arab Shabbos? I don't care about the money. It's not enough given it to me. I'm not. My, my wife will tell you it's a big problem with me. I don't care about money. I, she's the one that makes a cheshbon. I don't make any cheshbonis with money. That's not what bothers me. The money it doesn't bother me. The second, we're not going to have the air conditioning for sure. What Friday night? We're not gonna, I said, there's a nice breeze. Why don't you open, just sit, open the window? Why can't we have, I'll put a fan over there. The second the kid runs in the house, he runs over to the air conditioning. <sighs> we're so, it's unbelievable. Yisurim? This is Yisurim. These are Yisurim. 80, 81 degrees with slight humidity. It's already for foul. Yisurim. Rejoicing with Yisurim, <coughs> to turn that around and to make it something which is, which is to accept it and to and a simcha with just another minute a simcha with Yisurim. Adam shalavurgal me adli yes besimcha misufin. A person who his whole life is only raised. Don't worry, shayfully, you're not going to suffer. Daddy and I have enough money to make sure you're not going to suffer. You know, there's somebody that I know. There's a mice that happened last year. There was a, a girl who has like a 40 average in school. 40 average in school in high school was also doing stuff that that uh, girls shouldn't do a miracle of miracles happened she was rejected by the she was first was rejected by the seminary yeah just so what do you mean to be accepted in seminary you have to have 96 average and you have to be perfect me this right this girl has a 40 average and the worst me this and she's doing all kinds of stuff she was rejected by the seminary Okay, Daddy took care of it. One phone call. Daddy took care of it. She's accepted in December. She was accepted in December. It was one phone call. Because Daddy told his little girl, don't worry, Shaifu. Daddy's going to take care of you. That's nothing. That's, that's not even at the $10,000. $10,000. doesn't have to be guest of honor. Just $10,000. That's enough. I mean, $10,000 beyond, of course, the tuition, which is $70,000. That's $18,000. $10,000. The seminary made room. I was so angry about that. Not that I wanted Jewish girls not to go to seminary, but I was so angry about the girls that didn't get in and what message and what it meant for them because they all know who she is and they all know exactly what happened. And and I'm saying to and, and I'm saying I was talking about this to my wife. I said now all of the, when they go to the seminary, the ones that are accepted, and they know what happened. How, how much their house they're going to have for the for the people there? They're walking in. The whole thing at the beginning was a galecht because they see that girl sitting next to them. What's she doing in the seminary? Did she work for seminary? No. But don't worry, Shaifullah. Daddy's going to take care of Sarah. So there's no way. Yisurim. Yisurim. 
a person, another two minutes. That's what we have to lift ourselves up to be people. To, 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 to simch, not just that there are Yisurim in life, but Simchim Yisurim. Then he has, God forbid, he has difficulties. It's very hard to feel joy when you never expected there to be Yisurim. Our kids, I don't mean how is he at the table, the children of this generation are being set up for Tzorahs because they're, they're being set up in a world where they're not supposed to have any Yisurim. There's not going to be any Yisurim. You don't have to suffer for Yiddishkeit. Not to be from now, you don't have to suffer. Suffering. What does suffering mean? When you and I were kids, I'm talking about the ones who are over 40 or 50, if, if you wanted to eat something, you had to wait, you had to find, maybe you can get some, you had to look at things, you had to go. That's already, by, by our generation, it's already suffering. My kids think that because they can't eat entomans, that they're suffering. Because it's not Chav Yisrael, they're, they're suffering. My children look at themselves as Bali Yisurim. They walk with gullus like on their shoulders. <laughs> because we have a father that's like with this stuff. You know, my friends eat entomans, I don't eat entomans. That's, just, that's all of gullus. Thousands of years of gullus are on my children's shoulders because they can't eat entomans. But they think of themselves as Bali Yisurim. They're Bali Yisurim. They got stuck with a crazy father. They're Bali Yisurim. My friend, they have. Or the, the 12 year old, the, the 12 years old that are going to Florida for intercession. And their father's is what that's already a sermon. I didn't, I'm, already, I'm already 12 years old. I didn't go once to Miami. You know what that is? I didn't go to Disney World. I'm a policy sermon. This generation is being set up because in life they're going to have much bigger service than not going to Disney World. Hashem should protect all of our children. There are much worse things in life than not going to Disney World. And when it, when it happens, it's, it's a, it comes as a big blow. Because Daddy, even with his little shayful, it can't prevent there from being uh, uh, sickness or other kinds of service. Or a husband that's not as nice as Daddy. And then the little then the little shayful comes running back to daddy, and daddy's now going to pay for that too. So he goes over to the to the nasty husband, and says, "I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to be nice to my shayful." Yeah. And if you think these things are not going on, then then you're out of touch with reality. This is exactly what's going on, to one degree or another. Before you come to the The last two or three minutes of this shear were cut off. Unfortunately, the tape ran out. It ends on page Kuf Ein Vav, on the last line of the second to last paragraph. The next shear begins on the top of page Kuf Ein Zain.